0: Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the latest and greatest All-Star Break edition of the Birds All Day Podcast. My name is Drew Fairservice, and we are here talking about your Toronto Blue Jays. We, of course, being myself and... Old Reliable. Old Reliable, Mr. Andrew Stoughton. Stoughton, how are you? I'm alright. You're good? I'm good. I'm well. You're it's well? You are, are you feeling refreshed and recharged after the All-Star Break? Getting there. Getting there. Yeah, were you hanging out by the pool, maybe on an <laughs> island...
1: I'm going to Buffalo tomorrow in the rain. Apparently, that's the opposite of a vacation. Yeah,
0: a I feel like uh, no. It's
1: if the game happens, it's Dan Norris and Sean Markham, which I am very excited about.
0: Flu-like symptoms abound. <laughs> I think is what you're trying to tell yeah. me. Uh, you're not driving to Buffalo, are you? I'm not the well, one. Who, not you. I'm not are. the
1: one who's behind the wheel. No,
0: you yeah. do have a driver. You do are a vehicle operator. Oh yeah, I am person. a vehicle operator.
1: Yeah. Uh, can't, you, you can't live in Peterborough and not drive a car. So, that's true. So I did that for. Some years of my life, and now I do not. But the license carries on. I don't know when it expires. Actually, It might be expired.
0: It it, it doesn't last as long as you think. It yeah, might I be five think years of the last on
1: it. Time. Wow, it's a, it's a revelation here.
0: Well, you well, you drove I've been down walking
1: around with an expired license all this time.
0: Almost for sure. I'm yeah. will, I'm willing to bet that that is the case. But you're well in general. I am well. You're am well. well. You're so now he's going to his wallet. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't think so. So I drive my parents at Christmas and stuff. Let's see, twenty sixteen, December twenty sixteen. There you go, December twenty third, twenty sixteen. Which means that <laughs> right before I had to drive my parents a bit at uh, Christmas twenty eleven, I was like, "Oh shit, I better get my license."
0: <laughs> I uh, I feel good myself. I, I I know I'm gonna. We're this is gonna be a good show, and we're I'm going to have a good day because on my way over here. Uh, the streetcar driver decided not to stop at the place where I had requested the <laughs> streetcar stop. I don't, I don't even know if I actually pulled the dinged the bell, but uh, dude just blew right on through the old uh, stop there. Yeah. So I had to walk a little bit extra, but
1: it's really not that
0: far. It's really not that far at all. Although yeah. this weird little anyway, I did. It was more, really not that far at all, and it was totally worth it because I walked by a uh, the school near near mm-hmm. to your house, and there were you know there's. Activity, people are, there's some grown men kicking around a dusty soccer ball, and yeah. there's the uh, urban sun tanning, there's people just laying up on a big old <laughs> chunk of grass. It's nice day out. It's a beautiful day. I saw, there was a little, almost like a place, like a little kind of court inside the schoolyard, Yeah. Uh, where people might play like a foot hockey or something, if yeah. you could, they, there were a couple of kids kicking around a soccer ball. One of the kids, uh, I was, he was an adolescent he was a, a little chunky, let's say, a little rotund. Okay. But he's yeah. he'll outgrow that. Do you know how I know he'll outgrow that? I know that this kid is on the path to greatness. Just like seeing him put me on the path to greatness. Okay. Because he was wearing a PSG's Latin jersey. Oh, very nice. So yeah. I was like, well, you and me, we're both doing okay today, my friend. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. He had a terrible haircut. But.
1: As the kids do these days.
0: Some, yeah, the kids do, but. Not all the kids. There's a difference between like a like a, a haircut that would offend me as an older person, mm-hmm. and like a and like a bad haircut. Sure, yeah. Like I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, all yeah. for I don't wacky care what haircuts. The
1: yeah, yeah. Who am I to talk? So yeah. You want
0: to watch people lose their mind? Watch people uh, react to the revelation that Bryce Harper, quote unquote, spends 30 minutes on his hair before games. People really, really don't like that idea.
1: What the hell else does he have to do?
0: He's gone TV like 162 <laughs> times a year. Yeah. Nothing wrong with making sure, you know, you got all your things in order yeah. when you're going to do that. That's true. Anyway, that kid was a lot on Jersey. PSG, too. Uh, pretty cool. Very classy. That's Very the class. same
1: park where Dustin, uh, our friend Dustin Parks, took a softball in the mouth at way too close range. A frightening moment.
0: A terrifying yeah. moment. Yeah. I, incidentally, we're if we're going to do this here off the top of the show... sure. Uh, I, I played a baseball game on Saturday night, and after the game, I was, there's been some talk. Sometimes you know the, you know it's it's men's league, so it's people come and go. They're off on vacation; they're not around. So there was like a hey, Drew, can you maybe pitch? I've never pitched. I pitched a little bit when I was in high school, uh, like a tiny bit, not a pitcher. But there was right. like you know you got a good arm and whatever, and I was like oh that's cool. Thanks. I'm like a Jason Mott. Like that would be that would be my <laughs> thing. Like a catcher because right. I'm a catcher converted into a that pitcher. Is-
1: if you can catch. You should be able to.
0: You should, pit. but can't. Right. Pitching is hard. Yeah. So, because well, I, yeah. I went up after our game and I stood on the mound and I had Jonah Bierenbaum of the score. He was. Mm-hmm. He's on my team. He's a very it's good in pitcher. The score. Yeah. <laughs> he squatted behind the the plate using my uh, Mizuno catcher's mitt, which I uh, value greatly. And I threw some pitches. And just the thought of someone standing there and swinging a bat while I was on the mound was horrifying. <laughs> a little close? A little close. Yeah. A little close. And also. Throwing strikes is hard. I threw, I don't know, maybe a dozen pitches pretty much as hard as I could. No hope of any of them being strikes. Not a one. Right. Not a one was a strike. Anyway, this is Birds All Day talking about your Toronto Blue Jays. It is the All-Star break. The All-Star game is over. A few Blue Jays played in the All-Star game. Uh, Russell Martin uh, caught. Yep. He caught uh, Wade Davis, uh, much to uh, maybe a minor calamity. Him back there trying to catch Wade Davis, which, in all fairness, is not an easy task. To catch Wade Davis when you haven't probably done it before,
1: I would suspect that's exactly true. Yeah. It's easy
0: for Salvy Perez because he's as big as both strike zones. So yeah. The ball is just kind of gonna hit him at some point. Yeah. Josh Donaldson drew a couple walks. Yep. He got to high five Mike Trout.
1: That would have been cool.
0: That's as good a reason to show up uh, for, as anybody could ever I come up so. with. I think so. Uh, yeah, he had a nice view of Mike Trout's leadoff home run. Get MVP of the game, Mike Trout. It's almost like they're pushing Mike Trout really hard to become like the face of the game. Ooh.
1: Who the hell else would they push? The He's kid with the hair? Amazing. He's amazing.
0: Yeah. Is it good that they're they're pushing him to be the face of the game and not the neck of the game because then he just <laughs> is invalid. As <laughs> <laughs> uh as always, we're going to encourage you, if you don't already, to subscribe on iTunes, to rate and review. Uh you can search birds all day. Or you can I found randomly you could go on the chart and there it is. Oh yes. Yeah, on somebody, the top sports yeah, podcast. Yeah. Still.
1: Yeah. We're we're doing we're doing business here, yeah. You know, we're
0: professionals It's a professional <laughs> endeavor uh, We get to be professionals, not amateurs Because of the, the goodness of our dear friends Out there in uh, podcast land Listening and supporting us through Patreon And if you haven't already, uh, it's cool But if you feel as though you are compelled to do it uh, Please do Head over to com slash birds all day And, uh, you know, fill your boots
1: yeah, enough people giving, giving us Supporting us with, you know Four or five bucks a month they barely notice it. It really adds up for us. It allows us to continue to, to be able to justify taking this time out of our week and 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 doing all this, and hopefully, you know, increasing our ability to do it.
0: I will be frank, and I'm not to, I've blamed my wife for many things on this podcast before, including her own. Uh, last week's food science, uh, <laughs> yeah? last week's food science segment was very popular. Uh, there's no hope that I'd be able to do come and do this every week if there wasn't money coming in. <laughs> It's a bit of an inconvenience for her because uh, she has to go and collect my offspring from wherever they might be right now.
1: Oh, this is the sales pitch we should have been, been going for the whole time. The
0: sales pitch is basically my wife left me.
1: <laughs> oh, me and Andy Money and, yeah. and Darren yeah. Ravel <laughs> and Donald Trump.
0: Uh, but yes, thank you for everyone who has done so. And if you uh, feel compelled, we are forever in your debt. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, you trying to pollute you. There's not a lot of news. A lot of speculation, yeah, a little bit of chatter, uh, but nothing really doing quite yet. We're going to give away uh, grades, first half grades, in the second half of the the show. Okay. No, we're not going to do that. No. No. Because everyone would get a D or an A.
1: Yeah. Or I'd just, yeah. Or I'd just make wank off motions through the Uh whole segment, basically.
0: Because it really wouldn't do a whole lot of anything. We know, everyone, you know what they get. You know what they're good. Yeah. But anyway, we'll talk about, uh, well, actually, you know, we're going to talk about one thing in general. It's going to be the bigger kind of big picture, something we've kind of talked about a little bit. And then our friend, uh, well, he, no, he's not my friend, Jeff Sullivan of Fangrass, he kind of uh, suggested the uh, unthinkable. Maybe we'll kind of kick that idea around a little bit. If you don't know what we're talking about, well, you're going to have to wait. Because all that and so much more coming up on this edition of Birds All Day. Well, as I said before, we're going to talk about what I think most of us would agree, and I have on the record agreed, uh, the record being very, the very important thing to dis- distinguish between here. Because if we're wrong, we are lashed publicly yeah, and yeah. shamed and we lose uh, credibility among the audience. The brand affinity goes down it's and all, we can't have it's that. That's all I got. Mm-hmm, it's absolutely. my
1: only, my only tradable commodity is the, is the brand.
0: It's all any of us have yeah. this in, this, in this world. That's pretty true. I have two things in this world, my word and my brand, and I don't break <laughs> any of them for anybody. <laughs> Jeff Sullivan wrote a thing on Fangraphs today. Jeff Sullivan's very good at writing things on Fangraphs. Yep. Uh, some might say he's the best. I wrote for Fangraphs a little while, and having to figure out what you're going to write with Jeff Sullivan kind of looming in the background is hell. I could see that. It's yeah. hell. It's like, oh, I'm going to get Sullivaned on whatever I do. His headline is, one way for the Blue Jays to go for it. And he teases it, saying, like, oh, there's, the Blue Jays could build a package for, you know, say Johnny Cueto and Rolls Chapman, for example, around Jeff Hoffman and Dan Norris, and then more, presumably, he says. It's an extreme seller's market, uh, Jeff goes on to note. And then he goes on for a little bit, and then he notices, I absolutely love the guy, but imagine if the Blue Jays were to dangle Marcus Stroman, which I think we would classify as the unthinkable.
1: Yep, I think so. We've really, I mean, we're at the risk of maybe building him up too much just because of the timing of when he disappeared. But, yeah, I think that's the unthinkable.
0: It is the unthinkable, but does it make the most sense for the team?
1: We're at odds. Uh, yeah. No, Sullivan's argument is is a, an interesting one. Probably a good one if, uh, you know, an observer who was not as emotionally invested in the Blue Jays as, say, I am or you are. Or the people listening to this are might, might well agree with him. But fuck that, man.
0: Well, fuck that. The thing, so, the thing we know, there are the things we know about Mark Strome. Mark Strome, and I don't think any of us, we cannot classify him as a prospect anymore. Right. He is much more, even though it's only a year, you know, not even whatever, was it 19 starts, 20 starts? Yeah. He's much closer to a proven commodity, to a proven big league pitcher with upside and control than he is a project or a could have should have tin stack yeah. example. World like difference
1: the, between him and Dan Norris.
0: Between him and Dan Norris, between him and Jeff Hoffman. Yeah. The, if anything, the the shines come and, off. Even
1: him and Aaron Sanchez.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because he's done it, and he's done it exceedingly well.
1: <laughs> and, like, got better at it and mm-hmm. all
0: those good things
1: that <laughs> made us fucking tear up when the, that fucking injury happened. Yeah.
0: And yet, that injury did happen. And here the Blue Jays sit. They are in uh, They're in the playoff hunt. They are four and a half games behind the division-leading Yankees in a division in which no one team is significantly better than the other. So to overcome a four and a half game deficit and two other teams between the Blue Jays and the first place team with another team that's so bad and yet could end up winning 60% of their games in the second half of the season not far behind them... Mm-hmm. Every bit counts. Because maybe the Blue Jays aren't going to have the best offense in baseball next year. Maybe suddenly everyone gets another year older. There are some players who can't really afford to get another year older.
1: Yep. No, that's very true. Um, And also, you know, you think about that team that's behind them. You think about the teams that are ahead of them. They're not going to stay in one place either, you know. Those two, the Red Sox and Yankees in particular, mm-hmm. can very easily add to what they've got. They can take on money. They could, you know, if anyone wants to just get a contract off their books and for a half decent play, that's what the Yankees did last year to very good effect. Uh, just like, yeah, we'll take the money. We'll give you a garbage prospect just for your trouble, and and mm-hmm. and we're done. And the and the Red Sox, you know, they have a ton of prospects. They have money that they could. Use you know they have they have not,
0: money they could set on fire yeah, and throw absolutely. on the mound. They're
1: not this they're not in the position the blue jays are. So you can't even think of like where the blue jays have to go. Uh you know, they don't just have to get better than what those teams are now, they have to get they have to be better than what those teams are also going to be and are going to have to do it, you know, playing in a lot of the same pool, you know, looking for the Quatos, though I don't know if that's necessarily a guy that the Red Sox would be looking for. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh but they're looking at the same kind of stuff, I think, a lot of times. Uh Every you know everybody wants bullpen help. They're gonna be they're gonna be fishing in the same pool, and so, and so yeah. So it's it's gonna take a lot for them to be able to do this, and uh, and that's where you get into this. You know, having to think about giving up a Stroman, giving up. I I still I mean I just balk at that. But
0: there's one team in baseball I'd say that has a has a guy that they could, that they could potentially trade that's similar to Marcus Stroman and they've come out and said in as many words that they would not and that's Oakland yeah, with Sonny Sunny Gray, Gray. Yeah. which the parallels between Gray and Stroman are obvious but they also continue beyond that Gray is an even better track record as a big leaguer than Stroman does yeah. but less control less control but the, and the A's have said uh, the ace will literally trade anyone for anything
1: turns out <laughs> or, or sometimes <laughs> they'll trade anyone for
0: nothing uh, they won't trade Sonny Gray and for once maybe you want to take Billy Bean at his word yeah but there is no better way to make the 2015 Blue Jays better than trading Marcus Stroman.
1: Yeah, I don't think you could deny that. Just because he's... Well, he's pitching this year.
0: He is pitching this year. Unless he gets (laughs) traded, which is probably (laughs) going to say, no fucking way, you're not pitching this
1: year. But he, you know... Yeah, whatever role he comes back in, whatever way he pitches, if he even does, he's pitching this year, but... Uh, yeah, it's going to be a limited role. It's not going to be anything, you know, like the kind of value they could get out of a Cueto, out of a Mike Leak, out of whatever else you end up throwing in a package to uh, and figure that's this the thing, all out.
0: And that's the point that Sullivan makes, where the packages he starts to kind of theoretically build in a post on Fangraphs, which is worth, yeah, uh, I'll show you, not that much. Uh, he starts thinking, what if it's then Cueto and Leak, and maybe somebody else? Maybe Tony Cingrani, kind of an... Uh, more of an Aaron Sanchez kind of back and forth, has struggles, hasn't hit the ground, running at speed, like, you know, Marcus Stroman or uh, Noah Syndergaard or some of these other guys. Who's that? I don't know who that is. Never heard of him. So that's basically, as Sullivan says in his piece on Fangraphs, which of course we encourage you to read, is like, the Blue Jays, in, in his example, truth, you know, hypothetical as it might be, they, they that is them acquiring a pitching staff yeah, rental as it might be.
1: It, well, it certainly is rental. I mean, yeah,
0: it's rental plus Singrani Plus Singrani. Who you could put it? You could be a really who can
1: go fuck himself. I don't care about Tony Singrani
0: <laughs> But the point is, <laughs> is it worth it? And this is the, this is what makes the general manager's job unenviable in yes. its own way. Yeah, because do you think that adding those significant pieces to the 2015 Blue Jays is worth losing out on four full years of Marcus Stroman control? Provided you don't, you know, lock him up a little earlier.
1: Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's it is. It's a really tough question. I mean, because that you have to play. You have to play for the now. There's actually a great piece uh, Tom Lay at Deadspin uh, wrote about so pivoting off somebody writing. I forget who wrote the original piece. Grantland Bill uh, Bill Barnwell. Yeah. yeah, Bill Barnwell. Grantland wrote about you know what if baseball had a
0: the loan the, system. the
1: loan system similar to in soccer, even though like you don't just loan them in the middle of the season necessarily to help your like another team in the league. They tend better.
0: to loan them into from one league to the yeah, other. Yeah, So it does fall apart in its own way, but yeah,
1: a little bit. Uh, but yeah, the the but the premise being one of the one of the things in Barnwell's piece was about Chris Sale. Like, oh, I couldn't like the he's wasting innings on his arm, not helping anybody. Why couldn't the White Sox loan him for the rest of the year to somebody and and get an asset back, and then you get him back at the end of the year. Uh, which, of course, is absurd for a lot of reasons. But as-
0: Practically, it's absurd, but as a, as a thought experiment, it's fun.
1: It's an interesting thought experiment, but yeah, except what it takes away for is that there's meaning in, in even those meaningless games, and that was Leia's point. Uh, and what he hammered on, I the line that I liked, was he talks about, he says, the present is routinely waved off as a prelude to a hypothetical and ever-receding future, which is a way that a lot of people sort of think about this and think about the prospect hugging and, and all of that, you know, it's all going to come together in a couple of years. We have to keep Stroman, Sanchez, Norris, because they're all going to be Cy Young caliber pitchers. You know, you have, you know, you're not so absurd as to think that, but but you have these hopes for these guys and you've got, they've been hyped up and and you see what happens with the Syndergaard and Darnold trade, obviously, and that sort of maybe colors it a bit too, And except you, you know, you forget that, you know, sometimes you give up Steve carsey or sometimes you give up, you know,
0: Matt Zach LePort, Stewart sometimes or you all, you give know up Zach Stewart. Sometimes you give up. The list is long. Sometimes
1: you get Kyle Draybeck for Roy Halliday, You know, sometimes it's you know to mm-hmm. be too colored by that one you know moment in recent history is kind of silly, uh, and is an argument to to yeah get rid of these you know not get rid of but use these prospects as assets and make hard decisions and and go out and get the guys that you need to get to be better this year because they you know what happens between now and the end of this season is important. It really matters. And it's not, it's not fake. It's not, you know, ethereal future stuff. It's right here. The Blue Jays are four games out in their division. That's winnable with flawed teams ahead of them and ways to make their team less flawed and ways to make their team better enough to take that division uh, at the expense of some of that future promise, but it's just, it's not tangible promise. And yet, Saying all that, don't you fucking touch Marcus Stroman?
0: Well, and this is the other thing. This is so it, it all cuts both ways. Yeah, the example that people like love to use right now is like, I can't believe the A's traded Addison Russell for Jeff Samarja. which is yeah, of course. As we we talked about this last week, that trade was for two years of Samarja, like a year and a half of Samarja, and and a half a year of Jason Hamill, and it was also Oakland making another move to get to acquire John Lester. In a very, very aggressive attempt to win the World Series. Yeah. But then what happens in the... the re, that There are repercussions to that, which end up like... We have a bit of a disgruntled star who's going to get expensive. Why don't we trade Josh Donaldson... So you can your poor <laughs> yeah. mouth the A's poor mouth their way into a Joss Jonathan trade for a bunch of years of control for a controllable asset and Brett Laurie for a future prospect to replace the one they've moved on in Russell, but they give up the arguably one of the five best players in baseball or inarguably one of the five best players in baseball. So yeah. that's there's always that threat that for every action there's going to be a reaction and the the reaction doesn't have to be a parade, but. The Blue Jays right now, we're 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 you and I and guys like us are having a, a, people not like us. You can complain on one hand about not having a, the playoffs in twenty years, but then there are guys like who, myself included, Marcus Strowman's value is greater than that that he contributes on the field.
1: I think so. Yeah,
0: which is stupid. <laughs> yeah, it that is stupid. That is a dumb point that I just made. It's invalid. And I. The yeah. sickest, the worst human being. Like we've again, we were talking ourselves into Papelbon, into Francisco <laughs> Rodriguez. Yeah, anybody who can make put the team in the playoffs, who cares? Which is to say, who cares that he's a good guy? Well, honestly, I do. He's amazing. He's so incredibly likable, and he plays the game, the, not the game game, but like the, everything around the game yeah. stuff, social so media, well. the, the
1: just yeah, just. A wonderful ambassador for the brand, you know, and for
0: an enjoyable person to root for. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. not to say that Aaron Sanchez isn't, but Aaron Sanchez is much more of a baseball player in that he is the beige wall of a of a uh, of a model home built in a new suburban neighborhood. Like, there's nothing to him. He's yeah. just a guy, and I'm sure he's cool to hang out with, and I'm sure that he likes to hang out with Marcus <laughs> Stroman. But who wouldn't? But if the if if the results were switched. I don't think the pushback to the unthinkable would be quite the same.
1: No, you're probably you're probably very right. You're probably very right. It's like it would, uh, this is a bad, it's a bad analogy, and I hesitate to bring it up, but you know, I just you also at the same time worry. Uh, Ricky Romero, there was a point in his career, and while he was never anything like you know the pitcher on the field that we see Stroman is, uh, you know, just in terms of straight up stuff he had some of that charisma off the field, not quite in the same way either. Uh, but if this, be, you know, if we'd been making this podcast five years ago, talking about, oh my God, you can't trade Ricky Romero, even though, you know, for all these assets, uh, you know, obviously uh, and being so staunch and in, in, in thinking that this is a crazy idea that we couldn't quite cope with if the Jays would actually try to do that. You know, fast forward a couple of years, You'd be kicking yourself for having this idea, like, oh, like that this guy was what we thought he was because things change so much and so often. And I'm not saying that I think Strowman's going to suddenly become bad or you know un- mm. unusable. It's like when the you know we heard the report about the Jays offered the the Giants Roy Halladay for like Jesse Foppert, Ainsworth, Jerome Williams, and the Giants were like, oh my god, we can't. You're kid, are you kidding us? Like we can't <laughs> give up that. And then you know. Mm. Or the mythical Alex Rios from Matt Cain. Yeah. yeah, and then like a couple, like a, a couple years later, you're like, you're like those guys were completely worthless at this point, basically, or mm-hmm. or you know nothing compared to what or that the famous talk was.
0: the famous J.P. Ricciardi, the David Wright for Jose Cruz Jr. Yeah, and he said, I'm not trading Jose Cruz for some kid in the Sally League. Yeah, it's the way it works, but
1: it is exactly the way it
0: works. But I think maybe not the best where we are with Strowman right now is not. I don't think Ricky Romero was the perfect analogy, to be honest. What I think it is, it reminds me of, would be Travis Snyder in the winter after the 2008 season, where he's rocketed through the system, put up crazy numbers everywhere we go, came up, had a a brief cameo. Of course, Strowman played more than Strowman played more last year than 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 Snyder did in September of 2008, but he was. Everything was there. He would, had the pedigree, and he had the makeup. People, the reporters, Jeff Blair, all those guys used to go bananas for for Travis Snyder's makeup. He was such a he had a level head on his shoulders. He's been through adversity. He's done this. He's done that. He's the guy that people liked. And it obviously, it, you know, we had the zoobs on here talking about that just very that yeah, how that yeah. persevered over what almost like seven years. Yeah, seven years later. But at that point, trading Travis Snyder would have been unthinkable. That was that was the fucking Brewers. The Brewers wanted Travis Snyder for J.J. Hardy years <laughs> okay, ago. Yeah, and yeah. the Blue Jays told him to go fuck themselves. And J- and they ended up getting Carlos Gomez for J.J. Hardy, which is, you it's know...
1: It's worked out okay for Worked it. out
0: okay. But then J.J. Hardy, <laughs> other than the fact that the Twins screwed him up, and then he went to Baltimore, was great. But it's it's just the risk that you run. But But Snyder had that off-the-field kind of aura... And Brett Laurie had it, where again, maybe, maybe that's another one. Would we have traded Brett Laurie after the 2011 season? Yeah, no. where it's like, okay, he's playing, he's playing over his head, and I think everybody acknowledged that. A lot of people acknowledged that at the time, reluctantly, yeah, saying like, okay, he's not going to be like a 530 slugging percentage. You can't just it's not gonna
1: extrapolate, hit. yeah, it
0: was, yeah, but it. his value was sky high then, so it's almost as if you take him when it's everything is perfect and it's like, this ideal state.
1: He's had no chance. To prove otherwise,
0: yeah, and he's Canadian, and he, all that other yeah. shit that Laurie had going on for him, uh, he was. But of course, Stroman's like that with the same kind of energy, but in a likable way, not a detestable way. <laughs> yeah. But, so then, are we
1: arguing that they should trade Marcus Strowman?
0: I think maybe we are. I think we're just kind of going around and around in circles, rambling right now. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Well, but it's podcast, so it's easy to make an It's easy to point to all the reasons that they shouldn't, but it's because it's hard to trade him but sometimes the hard thing to do is the best thing to do. and if you can get talent that is going to make your team demonstrably better, it's difficult to say no. if the package got sweet enough, if they put his name out there, someone's going to someone's going to bite.
1: and it's just it's so perfect because he's not contributing now. it's just taking 2015 nothing though he's pitching this year. <laughs> Into yeah, and turning it into something. It's just like
0: he's turning it into. A, it could because because I, we're not. I don't think that that Blue Jays fans are alone in holding Marcus esteem, uh, Marcus Stroman in high esteem. No, but, well
1: Sullivan himself was writing. You know, Sullivan was has, writing been the, stuff all year, has been the Has been
0: kind of at the forefront of the Marcus Stroman mythmaking with all his pitch comps and the Roy Halliday, two-seamer, bananas stuff.
1: Yeah,
0: it's tough. There's no easy answer. The easy, well, the easy, no, there is an easy answer, but maybe the hard one is the, is the right one. Or maybe it's the hard decision for a reason because it's not something you should do. I don't think we're going to be able to come. There's no answer. We don't know fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. But
1: I do think that it's a, a good point is that it's a seller's market. And these are the kinds of questions we're going to be asking. You're not going to get, you know, you're not trading Matt Boyd for something that's helping you a lot this year. I don't think there's guys that are, there's teams out there that are not going to be able to do better than that.
0: True. It's absolutely true Uh, We're going to take a break We're going to come back We're just going to talk about Some other stuff That isn't The big question More like the small questions Like where can they find A reliever All that and so much more In this edition of Birth All Day So welcome back to this edition of Birds All Day I don't know what number it is I have a very unique numbering system When I create our little um, <laughs> run sheets Yeah uh, And I just I'm at the point now where I'm close to just making up the number Somehow
1: You, I, you don't I, I don't ever see them You're the only one who sees them yeah. So I don't know what
0: This one The one for this week's episode 29 words long <laughs> 29 words long That is Concise you know, it's That's how I would put it. Uh, it's all about it's all about that. It's all about being succinct. It's all about being succinct, and one of the words is uh, Zlatan, <laughs> to remind myself to talk about Zlatan. Uh, the other thing I wrote down here hmm. is a question I'm going to ask you. Okay. Because uh, his name came up in actually this, the the Jeff Sullivan fangrass piece that we spoke of earlier. Uh, the name Michael Saunders. Hmm. So we his name has come up a lot, uh, or has not come up a lot because he hasn't done much. Kevin Pillar has played well enough to kind of put it to bed. And Dalton Pompey, by the way, on his way up to AAA there again go. for another go-round. Maybe got his head right.
1: Oh, another guy I'm not going to see tomorrow night when I go to the Bisons game. It's going to get rained out.
0: No, no Pompey? Well, it's oh, going to get oh. rained out, I, oh, right, I suspect. Uh, forecast isn't looking good as well. In saying. Buffalo or in Toronto? In oh, Buffalo. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. the forecast in Buffalo is grim no matter what the well, weather looks that's like. True. Here's a question for you. Alright. How many games has Michael Saunders played as a Toronto Blue Jay? Already has played? Yes. How many has he played in? This is not right. a hypothetical yeah. question, this is a yeah. quiz. Yeah. This is a question that I'm I think will probably say surprise you.
1: Like it's higher than you might think. I'm gonna say like twenty six. Nine. Holy <laughs> Michael Saunders okay. has yeah.
0: played in nine games this year.
1: Alright, I've been paying attention.
0: Well, it, it doesn't... That's why I brought it up, because it was way lower than I thought. I'm like, there's no way. Yeah. Nope. Nine games, 36 plate appearances, six hits. Because remember, he was, was fucking so terrible because, because he was hurt. Yeah. He could barely walk. Yeah. He looked awful. And it's really, almost like... He really did. It's so bad. It's, so, it's such a shame, because you expect Mike Sonners to get hurt, but for him to get hurt the way that he did, goddamn fucking did Dunedin, shoot it into the sun. This has ruined everything,
1: a little bit. Yeah,
0: Uh, he's not upgrade the facilities. When is he like?
1: What's gonna happen with Michael Saunders? That park out in Ajax for fucking Pan Ams.
0: That's the new spring spring training in Ajax. Uh, No,
1: but it just it it's like it was about as well put together as
0: fucking as the Bobby Matic. Yeah. Well, and and
1: that's (laughs) I'm like I'm talking about like the the main field. Yeah, it's it's grim.
0: Nine games for Michael Saunders. Which even the most cynical of cynics, when the Jays got, oh, Michael Saunders always hurt. Hmm. How many games are you going to play for the Jays in the first half? Nine. <laughs> Nine yeah. games.
1: It's pretty bad.
0: It's terrible.
1: Yeah, sometimes you trade Jay hap for Michael Saunders. Sometimes you trade a bunch of garbage for Josh Donaldson. You know.
0: Yeah, sometimes you eat the bar.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's, that's fucking terrible.
0: It's a shame. But at, yeah, we've talked about this a little bit before. Is that is left field a position you consider upgrading? If we're if we're out here wheeling and dealing,
1: if there is you know, if you want to expand talks and expand a package to talk about, well, that Sullivan did mention it. That's when Saunders came up in the in the uh, the piece from Sullivan about Stroman. You know, Jay Bruce doesn't really have a future in Cincinnati. He figured so, give him cheap Michael Saunders, get back an upgrade there. You know, he would look better than what they're running out there right now. Like I. I'd,
0: at least he um, knows how to catch the ball.
1: Yeah, I'm on record about you know Colabello. It's great. Love the love, love the success. Mm-hmm. Still skeptical a bit. Uh, Zeke, as I like to call him, I don't call him that because that sound um, it's it's not his name. Uh, Ezekiel Carrera, you know, is what he is. He is like a fifth outfielder. You're
0: gonna need Zeke <laughs> to uh, start playing a little worse, just to make it easier to say how to to acknowledge how bad he is, because right now he's. Uh, He's just not playing bad enough to make to, to earn the invective that I yeah. wish to hurl. Yeah, his it's way. true.
1: It's true. He needs to have to dive for more balls and have it pop out of his glove, I think.
0: He's uh, terrible. That's not a joke, right? But he's terrible.
1: He's not very good, yeah. He can, he's gotten like he's been given some good matchups for him, which I mm-hmm. think has kept his offensive stats looking a little better than they should be. But he's yeah, they could definitely improve on the Carrera Valencia Colabello thing they've been doing out there.
0: So now I'm thinking going back to the thing we talked about before. So say as you noted Marcus Stroman is not contributing at all thus far in 2015 though he is pitching. So maybe if you make if you do that then you still have all your little baby chips to play with. Do you maybe make a more significant move a significant prospect for like a like a like a expensive nice outfielder like a Justin Upton or something like that?
1: I don't know. I I don't think I do anything that, that takes away from my ability to get pitching. That's the only thing, right? I can. Well, so, but I'm saying if, you make, if you make the down.
0: one, you move, make the Stroman move, and then you take it, you th- trade another kid for Upton. You go balls to the wall. Maybe not Upton, but maybe somebody who has a couple. Let me get ethier. I don't know. Yeah. No. I don't know. You can may, shit, you can shit on it if you that. want. I
1: maybe worry about that in August. You know, yeah, I, I think I think yeah, I think the prime thing has got to be, you know, I, if it if it comes about in the process of getting mm-hmm. pitching help, I'm I'm totally for it. But so obviously we don't waste your fucking time on left field here, Alex.
0: Eh, make the team as good as it can be.
1: Yeah, no, I I, I understand. Let, that,
0: if but. you have too many DHs and not enough. Outfielders You can you can figure out How to fit all those DHs and other Types in there
1: Yeah no If they could get Another guy who Was really good At catching the ball Out there and Or hit, hitting the ball I'm good be with a guy good. Who can
0: hit the ball And not fall down In an attempt To catch the ball uh, The bullpen Jason Fraser Not coming to Toronto again DFA right. by the Royals yeah. I you know Piqued my interest Even though he's Kind of walked A lot of people This year Yeah Going to the Braves Of all people
1: Alright Cool
0: Braves needed somebody because Jason, future Blue Jay Jason Grilly blew up his body. <laughs> unfortunately, he ain't ever coming here. Not now. Yeah. Now that he blew his Achilles tendon. Yeah, but he was a, he was a candidate. Uh, a name I mentioned before that I'm starting to talk myself into in an annoying fashion. Mm. Mark Zucinski. Oh yeah. I'm like sort start with Mark Zucinski, he kind of makes a lot of money. Well, then that's an issue. He's he he's got. He's a free agent after next season, which means that he and he makes two point four million bucks already this year. So prorated, so that's not that much. True, but next year, I mean, that, that's you're talking about like a like, like four million bucks for Mark Zubchinsky? yeah
1: like a non tender candidate. Perhaps. Absolutely,
0: yeah. yeah, I think that's easy. That's fair to say. Yeah, or like non tender resign for a million and yeah, five or whatever. The Justin Smoke thing.
1: Which speaking of Justin Smoke mm-hmm. and Callaway, you know, you can't hang on to those guys, and like, you not I don't know. I don't think they can hold these like this collection of DHs that they
0: have. I think you can keep Smoke.
1: I'm okay. With, like I like the I like them all. They're all fine. But like, how strange! It just would be so strange to get to the end of the year and be like, oh yeah, well you didn't want to give up what you had there in your collection of DHs. You were playing out of position. <laughs> like I'm sure some. I'm sure. You know you're not just giving them away, you're getting something else back to help the team and 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 in the process are you know clearing up a log jam of your own like mm-hmm. i think there I think there are ways that they can maybe use those pieces, not for anything big, obviously because they don't have a lot of trade value. I like smoke, I think smoke's had a really good year and probably deserves to to play a bit more uh I like that he gets Edwin off the field mm-hmm. you know mm mm-hmm. who you know hasn't been himself all year hopefully these few days off will help him a little bit uh even though if you look at the numbers they're still really strong they're it's
0: surprisingly like, strong I was yeah. ready to kill him I was yeah, ready I to drop like a Evan and is on his washed
1: especially if, if you look like if you cut out like the first 20 games of the season or like you take it the first month like I don't know he looks fine it's well, still good oh, the numbers look fine he doesn't look fine he's still kind of you
0: know-hmm
1: I don't know what to make of it but
0: he's it, uh, 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 <laughs> We've talked. We, I think we talked about this last week about the the kind of ghoulish, like send him to single A to, to to get him some rest and get a roster spot and do this and do that. And yeah, the part of me that was kind of ah, oh, it's almost it sucks that Edmund Kornessian got his ten five rights because then they can't <laughs> trade him. It's like it's not that you just can't run your business that way. No. You just can't. You can't treat people who you a fucking underpay like crazy because you got him. You got his name on a pretty sweet a deal that ended up being really sweet for you. Like yeah. whether or not the deal is good or not, at the time, yeah, the team, it's good for the team. And when the player is, you know, an unproven commodity to an extent, like Evan and Edwin Encarnacion, you give him a three, was it three years, twenty nine or twenty seven, whatever it is, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it's a bit of a risk, but it doesn't change the fact that two years later, after you're hitting like eighty home runs for you, you're like, he can't, he's not, he's allowed to think like, shit, I'm underpaid. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's true. So you don't want to go screwing with him, basically, because that's just the, you just don't do that. Unfortunately, not unfortunately, fortunately, it's good to not treat these people like treat them like people. It's good yeah, to treat it's them good like to people. Treat them like people, for sure. But at the same time, I'm like, goddamn, would have been nice. Maybe you could have got something for that. But you know, it's I mean, conflict. he definitely
1: like, seems to be the guy who, you know, you look big picture in term, just in terms of like how he's going to age. You maybe wonder if he's the. If he's the odd man out, if it comes down to money, which of course, given the ownership of this mm-hmm. team and what they, <laughs> the fact that they own a own half of a company that you know is paying oh what the fuck is the a guy billion? from Columbus to oh. fucking not pay to not play for them and fucking Nathan uh, Horton yeah and you know paying whatever for a fucking hockey coach
0: what a shame that is a Nathan Horton thing by the way
1: yeah he was all right
0: the hockey coach thing is hilarious by the way pretty good they only pay half of that though
1: true still and you know there are there are layers and also that is a very lucrative business i think on a different level than it is and also it's a business where it's in roger's interest to have them you know buy as much talent outside of the cap as they can because they need them to drive the tv ratings that they're paying so much for so it's a completely different game obviously But, I don't know, it it, it would be a shame to see money be a reason why the Jays would walk away from a guy like Edwin eventually, but maybe it's him and not Batista, I think, even though he's a couple years younger, he just doesn't seem like he's the guy who's going to age as well.
0: Does not come off as younger. No, he doesn't. True as it might be, it is mildly shocking or jarring to hear (laughs) that Edwin Encarnacion, who's been around forever, feels like, has got a lot of old man vibe to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is he,
1: he's like 31 or something Yeah like It's that. crazy 32 He's now. like
0: basically Two years older than Josh <laughs> Johnson <laughs> Yeah it is crazy uh, Who lives uh, Who has such verve That there's no way you would ever accuse Josh Johnson of being that old That's true But I don't know It's uh, But he's got
1: 10 and 5 also So you're not You're not trading him To someone who isn't A contender
0: And who he Or he, so he Straight doesn't want to play for Yeah Makes it tough Yeah, uh, I don't know That's it I can't think of You know The relievers are relievers That I was talking to Blake Murphy Mm-hmm. Um, who uh, writes for the score as well? You know, dude, used to write for for Fangraphs and whatever. Yeah, uh, that's right. Blake was because uh, I was talking about c Check and Matt Latos. Benny Fresh tweeted something about how, as I've we've noted before, since Latos came off the DL, he's thrown harder, looks way better because uh, not his overall numbers aren't sparkling. Do it. Uh, get see, that.
1: Get that asshole Carter caps too. Yeah, that's
0: not going to happen. <laughs> I don't think his so. value is too high, <laughs> but. Yeah. Well, when of, you're able
1: to throw from like 40 feet because you you Throw 99 it. <laughs> miles an
0: hour from 40 feet away from the plate you are a valuable commodity even yeah. if you're just even if you're more oddity than commodity yeah. uh, but C check and Latos the, the math on that fits real nice in terms of the prorated salaries and stuff into what the Jays are whatever i think most of it's the number that Shy Davidi has been kicking around since the beginning of yeah, the year yeah like
1: 8 to 10 million or whatever
0: yeah a, the number the math on that is real works really nice
1: i'm very okay with that they're you know do it move quick give up something good you know the Marlins are they're kind of like second tier guys in this market you know maybe maybe like is third third tier even fuck you know Queto is so fucking good
0: leto has got a lot of injury concerns People are yeah. afraid of him But he's a rental.
1: But, I mean, yeah I'd be afraid of him If I was fucking You know, signing him long term
0: mm-hmm. But he, I'm not if he's Ain't okay. nobody's signing him long term Yeah,
1: if he's okay For the next couple months That's cool
0: But even is he?
1: That's, you know That's a question
0: And C-Check has been bad After being Well, good. get
1: both Get Cueto and get uh, Latos
0: Bring them back together Reunite the <laughs> the, the, the champion. Those Reds that uh, Well, that's 2012 They made the division series Yeah Buster Posey literally pissed in their mouths and then they lost and it was all over.
1: <laughs> Still looks a whole lot fucking better than what the Jays have in the rotation right now. Got to do something.
0: I would take the kind of problems that are presented by having too many shitty starters. Yeah. Or too many mar- too many starters that any of them could be easily replaced. Yeah. Like, whoops, okay, in you go. Sorry, <laughs> we'll figure out where you go next, uh, Marco Estrada. <laughs> I think that's it. That's all, all right. the time we've got. Okay. We're going nowhere. We're going nowhere fast. We're just roster baiting relievers, which is of no value to anybody. <laughs> We're just going over the same things we talked about a week ago.
1: Basically, yeah.
0: It's the All-Star break. Nothing to talk about. They haven't Think of think of how long it's been since you saw Jose Reyes make an error.
1: It's not that long.
0: Some of them are going to live long in the memory. Yeah, probably. I think. Talking to guys... You know, it's at basketball, talking about guys at basketball, you guys were like kind of casual baseball fans. Yeah. Fucking Jose Reyes, god damn it! That's like the reaction. Right under his glove! Right under his glove! I'm like, yeah, I don't know what to say, I got nothing for you, he's real good, but... But that was fucking atrocious, too, yeah. <laughs> uh, you got any parting shots, got anything to add? I don't have any parting topic?
1: shots, except I'm just, I'm trying to remember if Jose Reyes is still under contract for two years after this, or if it's fucking three...
0: Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> Parting like, shot's <laughs> supposed to be there. Add some like only, levity to the thing it's here. Only two. It's only two. Two years after this one.
1: Yes, 16-17. and yeah. then a buyout for.
0: Uh, do you think two. Devin Travis knows how to play shortstop? Can he, Can he learn?
1: Could he play it? Could Could he be a, as bad a defender as Jose Reyes? It's an interesting question. Maybe.
0: <laughs> soaring, soaring over that bar. Uh, I have a real thing, real quick thing about sunglasses. Don't wear sunglasses on the subway. Except, I have become the kind of guy who, as I come up out of the subway, like out to where the sun is, I just can't bother fucking carrying them around. So I put them on, even though I'm inside. Right. And I kind of hate myself for it.
1: How? Yeah. But you don't wear them on the subway. No. Because you're not a garbage person.
0: Garbage person would do that.
1: It's a little weird. You're indoors.
0: I just don't want to carry them. And, like, wear, like... There's no good way to do it. You can't. You you put, put them on, on your forehead. Yeah, some people do that. The forehead is douchey, and the hair isn't necessarily an option. I start. I have hair now. I've grown my hair a little bit, so I like put shit in it. I don't want to fuck yeah, with my hair. Don't fuck
1: that up. Just put it in your fucking pocket. And they break. Buy $5 Kensington Market sunglasses. But
0: then my eyes will fall out of my head. That might actually happen. I right? got soaked on the sunglasses that I have. <laughs> the shit... I, I just bought them because I like the way they fit. I I don't know. I'm, my wife has this thing where she thinks I have a big head. <laughs> like I'm not Bruce Bochy, but like I, I don't Mark
1: know. Mark Burley, maybe. Shit!
0: Uh, but <laughs> I wanted to make sure I got the right kind of sunglasses that fit my big old face. And... They have, they're. I don't know the name of them, but they have this thing, they're like, oh, they're like happy lenses, because they block out some of the UV rays, but not the UV rays that help you feel good. So they have all these, like, weird imagery on the website and stuff about, like, these sunglasses may improve your mood, which is like, fuck off. They're sunglasses. They don't improve my mood, other than the fact that if I'm wearing them, it's probably sunny. Yeah. Which is cool.
1: (laughs) You're not into, they're not blue blockers, obviously. No. Those are... Those are the gold standard. I That's believe. a bit
0: of. Uh, how many people do you think listen to this are going to get that?
1: <laughs> I don't think our audience skews that young.
0: Do do you that, but all, not only young, but like, you got you and me. I think are like the kind of scum that was up late watching fucking infomercials <laughs> with that guy in the in the in the sombrero doing that blue blockers freestyle.
1: Oh yeah, the freestyle is the best part. Obviously,
0: <laughs> gotta get me some like incredible. But uh, you know, it, it is a podcast about baseball, so.
1: I think, I don't, I think, I think skewing
0: young is not a concern that we should worry too greatly about. It's true. That's it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Blue Jays kick off against the Rays at home. Yep, this is the only home series for another like two weeks because of the. Uh...
1: No, that's got kind of over. Actually, this was the big break.
0: Oh yeah, three with the
1: Rays, then the fucking the deathly fucking Oakland Seattle road trip. Like so, Oakland next week, Seattle on the weekend, which will be interesting for all oh, the Mariners fans. I finally get a weekend series in Seattle. Which is oh
0: great. man, the least Mariners fans' least favorite weekend of the year. <laughs> they hate it with the, with the passion. And of a well, and it's sons.
1: always been weeknights. Now it's going to be a. a it's going to be like double. It's going to be gonna a be shit spot. show.
0: It's going to be great. amazing. Hopefully, the Jays win all the games between now and then, uh, because like it man. will just be unbearable. Just think about this. Think about. Remember what it used to be like when the Yankees would come to town. Or, or the Red Sox. Imagine they only came to town once a year. <laughs> it would only be awesome. One shot to do it. One shot of just... Uh, and, and not only were the Yankees <laughs> and Red Sox fans, they were from British Columbia, so they were the worst. <laughs> Enjoy the games. Uh, as we always say, rate and review on iTunes. Subscribe. Grab your wife's phone. Grab your, your husband's phone. Grab your boyfriend's phone. If he doesn't listen to baseball or like baseball, doesn't matter. Subscribe. Grab his... Grab his iTunes, hook them up. And, of course, Patreon.com. Read it on AndrewStoughton.com. It'll be up tomorrow morning, I'm assuming. If there was a way to sneak it up to the, exclusively to the, uh, to the subscribers, we'll get it to them first.
1: Oh, yeah. They usually get it a few seconds before. <coughs> except, I don't know if that's true.
0: There's got to be a way.
1: It's all feeds. It's all done by feed. So, mm. iTunes gets it as soon as it's there.
0: The, 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 the curse and yet blessing that is technology. Indeed. But oh yeah, that's it. So for Andrew Stoughton, my name is Drew Ferris. We'll talk to you next week on Birds All Day.